everybody. Welcome back to Best Friends Club. I'm Ashley. And I'm Renee. And I'm Stephanie. Yay! Hey, Steph! Hi! <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. Sorry, should I be calling you Stephanie? No. Steph is great. Do you prefer the... Okay. Okay. I it's funny. I, I call I her immediately both. shortened. <laughs> yeah, no, I actually love that. I introduce as Stephanie, and when people say Steph, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I like recently... Friend. Friend, yeah. Someone recently, I can't remember who it was, but I instantly shortened their name, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I realized I went right into a nickname. <laughs> went in I hard. don't know if you like that or not, but I did it. So, and they were like, oh, yeah, I don't care. I was like, okay, great. Yep. Because <laughs> I just went for it. Um, yes, well, uh, this is season 10, episode 15, the one... Oh, yes. ...where Estelle dies where and Estelle where Steph dies. joins us. That's right. Where a Steph joins us. Um, so uh, Steph let's, is my friend, Renee. Well, she's Ashley's friend, too, but she was my friend first. Yeah. If it means, you know, yes. anything. She lives in Nashville with me. Well, she doesn't live with me. But My husband used okay, to live Renee. with your husband. That's true. You know girl? I do. I knew her butt at all. Yeah, actually, her husband did. Her husband, the oh, room that we are, we are recording in, we are in Tim's room. Yeah. Oh, wow. Which is now oh, my cute. office, but for Probably the first four years I lived here, I still called it Tim's room. <laughs> How long did Tim live there in at the house? So 2011 until 2012. 12. So about a year and a half he lived there. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Because yeah. Matt bought the house and then had a bunch of guys move in. And then um, Tim and Steph got married one week before Matt and I did. So Tim moved out and I moved in. Yep. It worked out it real worked well. It worked out really well. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize it was that quick. It was, yeah. Their their wedding anniversary, very easy to remember because it is exactly seven days before yeah. mine. So um, the they, night of our the night before our wedding, mm-hmm. I was in our new house, but and Tim had moved out of here, and he That's didn't right. have anywhere to stay, so he slept in his grandma's hotel room the night. Before I did his not wedding. know that. <laughs> That is so cute. He wasn't in a spring for your own room phase of life. <laughs> we were so broke. That's yeah. so funny. He should have just stayed here. I know. I don't remember why. I think I'm not sure why. That's really but funny. He had moved out and he didn't want to stay in the house with me. And so it was the night before the wedding and he realized, you know, and all the oh my kerfuffle gosh. and all the wedding That's really funny. Yeah. fiasco. He was like, wait, where am I going to stay tonight? And he's like, Grandma, can I? <laughs> I bet you she loved oh that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, she loved it. That is a great story I never knew, and yeah, I can't so wait cute. to just... make fun of Tim next time I see him. Um, that's really funny. He should have just stayed here. I'm sure it's because his bed was gone. Probably. But, like, there were couches. I know. That's really funny. Well, he had a comfy oh. bed next to me, Mom. <laughs> that's um, right. She's, he's like, you got a double queen in there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scooch. Scooch, Mima. Yeah. That's really um, funny. That is so cute. Um, so Steph, welcome. So you guys have been friends for a very long time. Yes. Long time. Well, Steph was friends with Matt before. Yeah. I actually was one of the first people that sniffed out Renee and Matt. That's true. Budding romance. That's very true. I saw <gasps> it happening and I even said to, I think it was Jeremy Stanley, one of Matt's good friends. And Jeremy was like, no, no. Uh-uh. I was like, I see it. I think it's happening right now. And I think it's going to happen fast. Oh, you're intuitive. <laughs> yep. And then well, boom, it happened we're, pretty we're fast. Correct but... and correct. Yeah. She wasn't wrong. It was like a week and a half later than yeah. we went on our first date. So she saw it across I remember the booth at what Renee was wearing. She was wearing jean shorts with tights underneath. Like that black checks out. And yeah, because it was 2012. Oh, 2012. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would Cute. still wear that. I know. Yeah, throw I on a pair of I think it looked like... better on me then, but I would still wear it now. 
Yeah, so we've been friends since 2012. 12, yeah. yeah. And then we did the whole okay, wedding well, season. Okay, well, Steph, some of yeah. us have been friends since 1990, so. <laughs> okay, just, you win, Ash. Just kidding. Okay. I'm feeling left out because you two were hanging out in Nashville. Aww. Ash, um, I forgot no, to I'm tell you. That's great. Do you know what I found? Do you want me to guess? Well, you can if you want to. It's I something old. Too long. Go on. It's something I saved from a long time ago. <laughs> is it like a... Um, is it like my dodecahedron again? Like it's some not sort of class project? your dodecahedron. It is my timeline. Do you remember when we made those? Oh, yeah. I kept, I have yours yes. somewhere. I don't know where. But I of found course. mine like not in a memory box where it's supposed to be. It was what like by the glass recycling and some old magazines. I what? honestly don't. I almost used it as um, padding to wrap something fragile. And then I was like, this isn't craft oh, no. paper. This is precious cargo. Um, but precious on there memories. is meeting Ashley in 1992 in first grade <laughs> is on the timeline. And then us re I put that we re-met in seventh grade. <laughs> also Very on the timeline. For us There's literally yeah. nothing in the middle of the timeline. It's like meeting people when I was a baby and then middle school like elementary school I think I mentioned two things there's this giant gap of nothing wow so the moral of this story is Ashley and Renee have known each other existed for 20 years longer than I knew Renee oh my gosh do you know that makes me feel old (laughs) I remember that timeline project Mm -hmm. and I'm pretty sure Renee we were given like 15 minutes to do it and we spent the first 12 like talking talking and not doing it and so she was like, you have three minutes. And it was like, met Ashley. don't know. Re- ate, ate, ate a sandwich yesterday. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, I think I think it was pretty much this. I mean, you've got mine, so you can, I'm I'll sure, find they match it. up. Yeah, but, I think they're um, pretty similar. No, because it had, like, pictures glued on it. So we must have done, like, some planning. Oh, like, childhood photos. Yeah. Well, you've learned to tell better stories with uh, more details. So yeah, that's I good. guess. I guess. I guess. Um, yeah, okay. Well, it depends on who you ask, we I guess. Will... This week, we're going to talk about the episode, episode 15, That's... the one where Estelle dies. Yes, we um, are going to talk about lots that. Lots going on. Lots yeah. going on. Um, there's a new house. There is a new job in a new country. And there is also the farewelling of Estelle. Yes. Um, I would like to start with Rachel's Paris opportunity. Yes. If we're all happy to do that. She kind of like drops it on us in the end of the last episode. In the end. That's right. Mm -hmm. So we're picking right back up from like cliffhanger where she's like Louis Vuitton. So you remember she got fired from Ralph Lauren because she took a meeting with Gucky and they ever heard. And um, Mark saw her in the street uh, and was like, oh yeah, let's chat. We've got something at Louis Vuitton. So Louis Vuitton offers her offers her a job in Paris, um, and she, like that's all she says. And we haven't actually started exploring yet. And so, actually, before we start talking about it, I have a job opportunity in another country, and I wanted to run it by you guys. Okay, run it by us. Okay, so my company is an airline, um, and. We're like, we like recently underwent a restructure of the entire company. Um, and there is another company in Singapore 
that we are like in the same um, network with and they want to do their own restructure. And so somebody from our, like one of the like agile people from our team has been um, offered a six to 12 month role over in Singapore to help them. And Which is cool. So what I'm hearing is you want to be further from me than you already are. <laughs> I was waiting for the and that person what is further. Actually, I don't think it is further. Well, I think we did the math once, and this is literally you are as far away from me right now as you possibly could be. Australia could be worse. I'm not sure. I think miles wise, it's not. Okay, but so I'm there not, you go, Renee. I'm moving closer. No. Um, wow. I, Singapore. Yeah. It's a. It's a very cool opportunity, um, and I was, like, encouraged to, like, hey, you'd be really good at this. But I'm so nervous to even – I've applied for it, but we haven't decided yet. So this is not the same as Rachel, where I've not been offered a job overseas. But I'm really nervous about the idea of it. Yeah. So what's funny is that when I was watching this episode, I was thinking – I was like, oh, yeah, this is kind of like when Ashley moved. And then I was like – it's not, though, because you were like, I want to do something different. I'm going to move to New Zealand. Whereas Rachel was like, I need a new job. And then she gets offered a dream job in Paris. So, like, you were yes. actively seeking a new thing when you moved to New Zealand. And you were perfectly fine with that being not in Chicago. You were right. wanting it not to be in Chicago. So, like, you were going yes. for that. Rachel was not going for that. Mm -hmm. She was... Right. Very much planning on staying in New York. So this is a huge wrench in the plans. So the Singapore thing yes. is kind of, well, yeah, it's kind of similar. Um, that's How far away is that from New Zealand for those of us who don't have a map in front of us? It, yeah. It's yeah. like a 12-hour, 11 or 12-hour flight. 11 or 12-hour flight. Okay. Oh. And Ben isn't going to work in in Singapore? That was my next question. Probably. Probably not. No, he probably wouldn't. So we talked about it and I was like, well, could you get like, because yeah. his company's global. So I was yeah. like, could you get a role in Singapore? And if it's only like a six month thing, you know, it's kind of like not really worth it. Like our house, our cats, whatever. I'm going to stop you right there. Um, you told me you're moving hmm. to New Zealand for three months. So <laughs> and um, here we are. You know, history could repeat itself. It that's true, and I guess yeah. So the thinking right now is that um, no, Ben would stay here, and we would just like I'd come back maybe once. Okay. Um, he'd fly out there maybe once or twice to visit. Okay. Do you know when this would begin? Yes, it would start in the new year, but mm. interviews are next week, okay. and it's coming up. They're soon. like picking in two weeks' time. Yeah, and they're like, whoever is successful is going to have to like start having calls with Singapore like wow. in the next month. That's crazy. Wow. Do you want to do it? I don't know. I yeah. think this is where I'm going back and forth. Yeah. So like, is it just kind of like on a the one hand, too cool not to throw your hat in the ring kind of thing? Okay, so it's like on the one hand, it would be such a good opportunity. Like you'd be working with the CEO of this other company. Um, you so it's like very high profile, I think, okay. really visible. And Ashley's very obviously good like at being in corporate, unlike <laughs> Steph and I, that are just <laughs> floating around over here. Oh, oh man, you're like what? You're like, a little what? piece of what's me a, would die. What's a CEO? <laughs> I've gotta climb that, that ladder, girls. <laughs> I gotta climb uh, that ladder. But it would be like advising, like advisor to the CEO of like, here's how you should structure so like the company to the regional manager. 
Maybe. Do you want to let me finish or well, do you want to keep? <laughs> I'll keep guessing if that works for you. <laughs> it would be like advisor where you're kind of like, okay, here's how you should set up the business. Here's how you should like, basically like, here's how you do agile and mm-hmm. this type of company, um, which is something that I've been part of for the last 18 months. I haven't really been like calling the shots. So it would be a little bit different. Um, I do have experience and like background and my like all of my career mm-hmm. of like doing these types of transformations where you're like changing from one thing to something else like quite big. Um, so I've got that background. I've got that experience. The okay. So the positives. I think living in Singapore would be really cool and like what a good opportunity to get to go do this for just like a few months, right? Like mm-hmm. I don't have to uproot my entire life, quit my job take a chance like it's you know it's kind of like a cushy way to do it mm-hmm. um it would still be with like my same company it would be like right. making really cool connections getting to see a lovely part of the world and because it's in my industry it would probably be really good to be like meeting other people in the industry looks um, good on the old resume it, yeah and it would just like what a cool what a cool like life opportunity yeah. you know what i mean yeah um on the other hand uh, I did just recently kind of shift into like a promotion in my current role. And so I'm a little bit like, well, what happens with right. that if I go overseas for six to 12 months? That's a good question. Um, like I have a team that I wouldn't be able to be like their day-to-day team leader anymore, you know? Well, and I think it's worth noting too that you replaced their day-to-day team leader. So someone would yeah. have to replace yeah. you, at least even in the interim. Yeah, that could be still. disruptive. Yeah. Yep. That's totally true. We've like just kind of, it's only, it's been six months really since mm-hmm. I took on wow. that role. And we, so we lovingly refer to this of, as Ashley being Mr. Manager. Yeah. Mr. Manager. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She said it herself. And climb so, that ladder. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, It would, I'm a little bit nervous about like, it's a big job. Like yeah. it is you working by yourself. And I have been mm. very um, open with my boss in the past that like my strengths are usually being part of a team yeah. to like mm. mo- like bounce ideas off each other, be like motivated and accountable to each mm-hmm. other. And like sometimes when it's just like me by myself, I, I just kind of like f- not flounder, but like, you know, can like wallow a little bit. Yeah. Maybe not wallow, but. I'm I'm very um, much like that, so I understand that the outer accountability and of then others I, depending on me keeps me motivated. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and um and it's just like I just feel like it would be like the flip side of it being really visible and advising like executives and stuff is um that is quite a, like demanding, right? Yeah. Like that's a big expectation. And part of me is like, ooh, but what if I, like, don't do a good job at it? I think that is all mindset, and I think I would just need to shake myself. Like, if I'm going to do it, I need to believe in myself and just, like, do it. But, okay, what do you guys think? And I've done long distance with Ben before, so neither of us are really – like, we know that it would be an impact. Neither of us love the idea of long distance, but we've both done it. And actually, usually it's been for Ben's job. Um, so this would be my turn. Uh, <laughs> but like, that's not a, like, like, we're not worried about our relationship or anything like that. Yeah, I think you're right that the would I do a good job? I think you would do a good job. If you got the job, you would do a good job. Oh, thank you. Yes, that doesn't 
I don't know that that's on trial necessarily. Mm -hmm. Um, It's more like the lifestyle, I think, that is probably going to be more of an impact than anything Mm -hmm. for you. I think one of the first questions, because you were quick to go, I don't know. And Renee said it was so good. She said, do you want to do it? And Mm -hmm. like, I don't think there's anything wrong with trying it. And even if you realize, okay, I'm glad this is only six months and I'm going back to, you know, if that opportunity is still available to go back. But, you know, that is a big disruptor to the promotion you got to a relationship to your way of being and and it's a risk no matter what but one worth taking if you're like yeah this is this is an experience I'd like to have it's a job I'd like to try um I want to do it um then go baby but if you're not exactly sure then yeah Yeah. get clear on your why you know yes this is a great question to ask Steph Steph is good at this stuff (laughs) I was about to say, Steph, you should be like a business coach. Get clear on your why. Get clear on your why. That's good. That's good stuff. Yeah. Thank you. Well, either way, congrats. That's exciting. Yes, it's very exciting. Oh, thanks. Stay stay tuned for... um, Stay stay tuned tuned. to see if we have to relearn what time we have to record our podcast at. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Because we just figured it out. (laughs) That would be funny. Okay. It's probably worse. And so... Podcast-wise. So, baby, don't do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. It would be like 12 hours. Different. Well, Renee, we're nearly done. So, um, oh, gosh. We're I know. Done. Sorry. Not to remind. Not to make. Yeah. Sorry. But um, it would be like 12 hours difference, I bet. Um, well, look. Thank you both. I have some thinking to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now we will go back to Rachel, who's <laughs> very excited. And she's like, she's scared, but yeah. she's not but she's like she's clear she seems she like she it. knows that she wants to do yeah. this yeah yeah I love when she like tell because they leave kind of the cliffhanger at the end of the last episode and then they come into this episode and Phoebe and Joey come over and she tells them mm-hmm. and Phoebe is very quick to be like amazing so happy for you so exciting we can get on board and Joey's like no 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 mm-hmm. no 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 too oh much gosh. is changing yes. <laughs> First, these guys, like, baby yeah. house, she, yeah. you can't move. Phoebe got married. It's too stupid much. Stupid house, stupid yeah. suburb. He's not on board. Monica's like, you said you'd be supportive. Well, it comes and goes. I wouldn't trust <laughs> I it. Wouldn't I trust wouldn't trust it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, lots of change for her. And like with a baby with, with someone. Baby. That's the thing I think I can't get over is how like, not that she she doesn't necessarily ask Ross right if he, she can take his child to another country because that was a big <laughs> thing with him and Emily is he was like I can't be away from Ben but apparently Emma could care less even though he sees her all the time yeah it is interesting because I there's part of me that goes yeah empowered woman chasing her career and yeah. her dream like a mom can do it all and then there's part of me that's like I mean the whole thing of parenthood is it's the most sacrificial thing, yeah. you know? And so like yeah. to not have the conversation with the father and how is this going to impact our daughter? And is this, you know, but yeah. I get it. It's, it's TV. We're it's always TV. like, it's TV. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, because he made such the, a like, big kerfluffle about Emily and moving to London. 
Yeah, I didn't think about that. The other thing I was thinking was I was like, okay, so so my my thing is like it's six months, maybe 12 months. Okay, maybe that bleeds to like, you know, it's not going to be more than 18 type thing. Like that's okay. the idea. Whereas I'm like, she's moving. Like there's yeah. no end date to this job. This yeah. is like your yeah. new job is in Paris. You live there yeah. forever until mm-hmm. you quit and come home. Mm-hmm. So this isn't like, oh, it's just six months. I'll have her for, you know, like come yeah. out a few times. Right. right. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is where is she going to go to school when she goes, gets, yeah. you know, in school age, all that. This yeah. Is... Yeah. Well, and even like they have a lot of help from Rachel and Ross's parents. Parents. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they did say she was like Louis Vuitton's going to be super helpful. So maybe she's like getting enough money to get an au pair and whatever. But yeah. like, she does kind of seem like Ross isn't really part of her decision. She does, process. which is surprising to me because, like, I mean, we talk about it all the time how Ben is just like this afterthought in Ross's life. It's like, oh, he's around when it's convenient. He's making a pumpkin shaped Ben because <laughs> he doesn't want to help. But, um, but with Emma, who he literally like sees every day. Uh, yeah, he just is do, kind of like okay. <laughs> where does Rachel live right now? Is she living with Joey? She is living with yeah. Joey. Yeah. Okay, so he's so just across like the street, across the alley. Yeah, yeah and they're yeah. always like dropping off and picking up. You know, they're always like trading her off. Yeah. So it's I'm true. like that. I feel like one is probably illegal. <laughs> Not that yeah. he's gonna like fight her on it, but. Babies do, or children. I think they do. do need, probably both have to agree. They, yeah, they both have to sign off on her passport. So this is all happening very fast. This How is, are they getting passports this fast? This is not real life. Good question. Those cute little baby passports. Yeah. Anyway, um, so to nobody's surprise, um, when Rachel leaves. Uh, and Mon- oh, Phoebe's like, how are you doing? Chandler's like, I'm okay. And he's like, no, <laughs> talking to Ross. <laughs> talking to Ross. Um, and he's I like, know. Rachel moving? I can't see her every day. Oh, I can't. And I, I was just like, this little puppy dog face. Here we go. Here we go. You want her close by so you can control her and uh, just have her yeah. near to watch? Like, So how do you think and then, one should respond by maybe mm, trying to mm, control mm, the situation? Mm. And going to your old boss. Oh my gosh. So, so, so unhealthy. <laughs> so it. unhealthy. So I was like, oh. Overstepping. I was yes. like, okay, even if they were dating, even if they were married, oh, yeah. this would be yeah. overstepping. Right? Do you guys agree? Oh, I would be so mad. Yes. I think it's meant to seem romantic. And I, it yes. does not come across that well, way to me today. And Ashley and I talk about that a lot, that we're like, I know it's supposed to be like this big grand love, but no he's just like trying to be in charge and control everything Mm -hmm. and I know that his motivation on some level is because he loves her and he can't stand you know like in theory his motivation is good it doesn't mean that it's coming out Mm -hmm. the right way because yeah oh you can have good intentions all you want but that doesn't mean it's the right thing to do Mm -hmm. definitely Um, not it is this weird, like, knight in shining armor, um, like, I'm going to do this to help. And I'm, I, I kind of was thinking about this, and I was like, unfortunately, it probably is more impactful, him going to talk to Mr. Zellner guy to guy, because he's mm-hmm. a smug jerk. Um, so I was like, you know, I kind of think that was just, like, part of the times. But it is pretty gross. Yeah. Well, and also, like, 
let's review when we were talking about this last time when he actually like fired her mr zellner did we were like she hasn't you know she had this whole thing with having an interview with another company they found out and then she's like then i had to sit there for 45 minutes while he told me i was in fact not a team player so i don't think that he's ever like loved working with her and i'm kind of shocked that ross intervening has any impact at all yeah it feels a little unbelievable it does well and i think it's more that he like plays up the your son could have this mm-hmm. yes i real don't underestimate fake. the power of bribery don't <laughs> underestimate the power of bribery but i'm serious like i cannot imagine matt going to my place of business and being like yeah please hire her yeah. back i would be so yeah. mortified i know so and then mortified. if you so if you found out you'd be mortified but wouldn't you also just like like steam would come out oh, of my livid. ears livid. yes i'd be so angry I'd be like, how dare you? I feel like, oh yeah, yeah. Even yeah. if, even if I, even if it's what I wanted, and yep. I tried, and they yep. wouldn't listen to me, I would just be so mad if it was like, okay, great. So they listened to you, and so like, what an undermining of my voice. I think it's I the know. behind the thing her back thing. If he would have been like, listen, why don't I try to talk to him? Ugh. Well, yeah. Even that would have been better. Yeah. I like am grateful. including her in right. the conversation versus just going behind her back mm-hmm. and doing it. And not to jump too far ahead, but I am grateful that it's sort of like there's a little moment of awareness where he's like, oh, it's it's not what you wanted. Yeah. Because there was no yes. conversation about this is what she wants. Yes. You know, that, goes back to the do you too. want it? You That's know? the biggest thing is that he he made an assumption. Uh-huh what he, he wanted. wants yeah and like we always say this about Projected. Ross. there's a there's a point where rachel who is rachel dating when he's like this is weird for me <laughs> i remember you know <laughs> and it's like he doesn't really care when it's weird for someone else but if it's weird for him uh-huh. he like yeah. can't he like crawls yeah. out of his skin and this is one of those things like he doesn't Say, hey, would you really want your job back at Ralph Lauren? Do you think there's anything we could do to get them to, you know, he's not collaborating with her and brainstorming with her. Right. He's just saying, well, I want her here. I can't bear the thought of it. It's, yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I noticed, like, because um, he says, something like, oh, I can't believe this, you know. Um, and Monica says, well, she really needs the job. And so then True. Ross is like, well, then let's just get her her job back here. Mm-hmm. And so, like, True. there's this very, like, band-aid oh i'll help solve the problem yeah but you guys are both 100 percent spot on and that's what i wrote down to it is jumping ahead but it's fine um because it's basically just back and forth with like louis vuitton offers more money right. and then ralph lauren offers more money and blah 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 <laughs> until he's like oh but you said you were scared so i didn't think you wanted to go yeah. and it's like and at what point did you ask her this ross I like never. she was clearly excited and so he just was like blinders on for his own wants yes yep oh my gosh how often have i experienced um i mean my, my husband and i have grown a lot in our relationship but the you start to say something because you just want to be heard and they hear oh i can fix that mm-hmm. and they try and rescue or fix yep. right yep. away it's like no you missed like, the whole no. thing no <laughs> i just wanted to tell you what i just was feeling wanted, yeah it would have been such a gift i think to rachel just to go i'm afraid but like there's this wonder and awe that i have to i have to try and experience yeah. it yeah mm. um you know there's something calling to me that is bigger than my fear 
And then she really could have been known in that moment as opposed to like, just solve the problem and then you can be here and I can possess you still. You well, know? and also like thinking about this Ugh. now, he never says to her, I can't bear the thought of not seeing you every day. Yeah. You know? No. He never says that to her. He says it to everybody else. Yeah. So she doesn't even know. And he's too afraid to tell her, but he's not afraid to go to her boss and try to get her job <laughs> and back. And start bribing her. As yeah. Ron. Yeah. So it's kind of wild Ron. that he can't. <laughs> Ron. <laughs> Close, Ron. Um, but it is kind of wild that he, like, it's, what do you think that's about? Like, why is he, it's so easy for him to tell other people, mm. I can't bear the thought of not seeing her every day. He probably doesn't want to be rejected. Yeah. So he's fear like, I rejection. can this. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. It's I can take care of this. Of no problem. So hard to be vulnerable with the person that uh, could take the sword out yeah. and puncture our yeah. heart. Yeah. True. They both kind of say, too, that, like, with with each of them, it's just it, it's just like so layered that um yeah. I don't know I don't I actually don't know what I'm trying to say here I think it's just like it's not like a oh just tell her how you feel you know okay maybe you Steph I don't know if you've got an experience like this so share if you do well you don't have to like share the details <laughs> what's your biggest fear just Steph? lay it all out <laughs> when was a time that your heart was no um I was gonna say. Uh, I know there's been times in the past where like you have feelings for a friend or something and you're just like so worried about ruining the friendship yeah. by do like by overstepping. And so this is like that kind of times 10 because That's it's true. been like back forth, back forth. They've had all this like mis- Remember there was the like, we're going to get together, but let's just have Emma and see what happens. And then mm-hmm. she's dating and now he's dating and now the yeah. so they have eye so- contact. Yeah, the yeah, whole and thing so I'm just feels so fragile because w- they've been through so much. That's it. And if they found any That's semblance it. of like balance, it, it does feel so risky to tip the scales with that kind of vulnerability and putting it all out there again. Yeah. Oof. Oof. And he doesn't like looking like a fool. Anyway, <laughs> so that's happened. And so thankfully, yeah, it is very sad that she's essentially being like a puppet on strings without realizing it. And then at the end, she's like, yeah, you know, they offered me way more money. It'd be so silly. Or Ralph Lauren did. And she's like, it'd be silly not to take it. It's just easier. I'm here. You know, yeah. Emma's here. It's less disruptive. Um, but that's okay. You know, that's fine. It'll be fine. And then she she does say like, you know, I've gotten everything that I can out of this job. But yeah. like, that's all right. And then he's like. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, you actually want to go. He's like, the blinders come off for him. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was like, but you said you were scared. And she's like, yeah, like move it when I moved to the city or when I had Emma. Yeah. Um, It was it was exciting, but like good ex- or, you know, it was scary, but good scary. Yeah. And so he finally is like, you should go take it. Yeah. And I Thank think that you, is Ross. his Thanks. only saving grace in this whole situation is that once he has the information he doesn't try to like bulldoze past it Mm -hmm. and change it he just accepts it um he should not have gotten involved but i'm glad that now he's like okay you should take it and he just kind of like encourages her to do what she wants to do um that's the only reason i do that i'm not totally pissed at ross right now (laughs) I do think that, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, like, he should have just shut up and, like, gone on, gone on with it from the beginning. Like, if he were to be, like, 
Rachel, I can't not see my daughter. Right. For like months on there end. were plenty of That's reasons valid. he could have spoken up. <laughs> yes. He went through the side door. He, yes, he didn't exactly. go through the front door. Yes. Yeah. Like just go through the front door. It is vulnerable, but like put your cards on the table. You're allowed to have your feelings. Let them be known. But he tried to manage and control by like sneaking through the doggy door on the side. Yep. And it just always makes a bigger mess. Yes. Steph, have you considered a career in motivational speaking <laughs> or like therapy and or coaching? People have asked her to be their therapist yeah. before. And she was like, no, thank you. I'm like, asking. <laughs> I'm asking. You. Charmed, but no. Charmed. I, charmed. I love, um, I love articulating concepts. I, yeah, there's something about. Uh, maybe like a creative way of delivering something that we all know and, mm-hmm. and can feel. And I love finding words that capture it. And people go, yes, yeah, I felt that. Yeah. Or yeah, that's that's to name the thing in the room or whatever. Yeah. She's very cool. good at that. People, so people TED talk this often. Yes, she so is. TED talk. She's Thank my you for coming to TED my talk. TED talk. <laughs> Great to listen to. I would come to all your TED talks. Well, oh, thank you. Um, okay, I I do want to. Any, do we have any other thoughts about so obviously he's now supportive we're thinking that like all right it's all happening don't know how he's gonna see his daughter whatever so we'll we'll pin the rachel moving stuff for now yeah for now okay um we're gonna talk about joey and estelle the title of this episode <laughs> probably my least favorite thing that happens but still funny um so phoebe's flipping through the paper and she sees estelle's obituary um, confuses it with Alan Lemon, the first black man to fly solo across the Atlantic. <laughs> Who do you think you are, Alan um, Lemon, the first black man to fly solo across the Atlantic? <laughs> but she is like, oh, you guys, she's with Monica and Chandler, and she's like, we can't tell Joey because he's been like freaking yes. out about her getting married. Yes. Monica and Chandler moving to the suburbs. Having a baby. Now Rachel moving to Paris. Yeah. Yeah, and so he's like, she's like, we just, let's, and Monica's like, you have to tell him at some point. But she's like, let's just give him a few days before we tell him. Yeah. But then he's so <sighs> mad at Estelle. Um, I know. For not getting him the part. Because she did. That's right. <laughs> and he's like, she sucks. She keeps doing this. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. call her because she better have a good reason. Yep. <laughs> she does. She died. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Phoebe coming up with all these... Uh, like Hallmark cards yes. throughout the episode. Yes, the, because the being a friend, friend means... means you never have to give an explanation. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I yes, love that. Promise. <laughs> promise between friends. Um, and so this is another one where I do wish she would just like, oh, I don't know, too. again, it's a, a hilarious TV show. But I'm like, if Phoebe were to be like, Joey, come over to my house. And then, like, I don't know, just, like, be a really sweet friend to him. Like, have some ice cream ready for him. Mm-hmm. Be there with, like, a open arms for a hug. Yeah. Talk it through with old Joe. Yeah. Um, Ease the transition in that way with, like, a, you know, Mike and I aren't moving. We'll still be here. Yeah. We can plan Sunday dinners with, like, just things to make it a little, make him feel a little bit better. Um, I don't know. Or lie and deceive. Like, oh, my gosh. Or lie and deceive. Yeah, I know it's like a, a silly show, whatever, and, and there were some funny parts about it, but like it, I had this experience once where 
um, my husband and I have tried to start a family for years and it just hasn't worked. And we we're really open about that. It's just our reality. And we try really hard to just live in it and find the beauty in the life that we do have and not get obsessed with this thing that, you know, it doesn't seem like we can have. But people mm. know that. And then I, a lot of times I feel like they handle me with kid gloves. And so I had a friend who got ah. pregnant and she told everybody but me because she just was so oh. afraid to tell me. So I was in Until a room. Like, oh, yeah. I was in a room full yeah. of people that knew. And somebody said with an earshot no. of me, congratulations, I'm so excited. When do you do? Are you starting to show yet? And I looked at her and I was a little hurt, but I like smiled because, you know, and she looked at me panicked like, oh, crap. And I said, congratulations. She goes, hold on. She puts a finger up like, I'll talk to you in a second. And I just was like, OK. So then I'm looking around the room realizing, oh, everybody here knows but me. And I'm like oh, my the God. one that. Everybody was like, she can't handle this right now because they mm -hmm. decided for me. But then and what it ended yes. up feeling like was pity. And I felt managed and nobody asked me how I actually felt about it. And it was yes. it was like that was way worse than just the reality. It's so of much like, worse. Life happens and it's hard yeah. and we have to deal with life on life's terms and seasons. You know, sometimes it feels like when it rains, it pours. But oh my gosh, feeling managed. And so that was so triggering to me when she was like to to rescue him from reality because yeah. what happened happened. She died and it yeah. sucks and there's a lot of change going on. But to try and rescue somebody and say, here, live in denial a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, I was like, no, no, somebody just <laughs> tell him the truth. Like, well, yeah. And like it ended up being so much worse for you in that situation because you had to find out in front of a, there was a, in room, a room full, full of, of people. people versus her just texting you or calling you yes. or taking you aside privately at some point and being like, yeah. hey, I know this is probably, you know, it might, exactly. I don't know if it's going to be hard for you, but I wanted to tell you. And, right. but instead it was like, oh, it was horrific. It, it was, was like right like before I had to a thing. be, yeah, on stage acting a goofy oh, yeah, part Steph sings. too. Steph oh, sings in our theme song. Do I? Don't you remember we recorded that? Oh, you don't? Like, okay. It wasn't exactly. a big shining moment in Listen, your life. She's I've just recorded, recorded so it's not much. in your it's um, not in your IMDB. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um Steph is a really good singer. Wow, Steph. Um, but yes, you did record uh you mean Often. Adam, remember? That's right. I yeah. do remember now. Um but yes, it was she's very, the high good voice that you can hear. Great. It's oh. such a catchy little ditty. I love your little theme song box. Well, it's all thanks to you, and well, Adam. Well, um, but yeah, so you. Right but all that you to say, stage yes, and, I love what you were saying back to Joey. But like hypothetically, Phoebe could have said, "Here, come over to my house. I'll have a drink ready yeah, for yeah. you." And let's yeah. face this together. And I'm not going to try and assume yes. what you're feeling. I'm just going to be a safe place for you to feel whatever you are feeling. And I'd like to know and be with you. Yeah. That would have been the biggest yeah. gift to me. Like having known your story, I have no idea how this is going to land on you. But I did want you to hear it from me. Um, we're pregnant. Yes. And, you know, I also would love to know, you know, how, how you are. And I'm like, oh, yeah. what people just could do that but I, yeah. I get it it's so yeah. hard and we and it feels easier in the moment to manage and punt and punt yeah. and punt yeah. and find a better time or yeah. you know like maybe when less is going on or when but we, those are all things we can't control no. um, we can't control just how we face it in the moment and you know so I thought about um <laughs> Be just managing and, and again comedy goes a long way yep. because it also was hilarious mm. and her accent and 
Um, <laughs> Joey, <laughs> it's just you know what stuff. Like there was because when he does find out, and again we're skipping, but he does find out. Um, on his answering, answering machine, machine, and he's like, there's a memorial service tomorrow. And I was like, she almost robbed him of being yep. able to go to the memorial service the by not telling thing. him. Oh, totally. Yeah. I thought the same thing. I was like, <gasps> like you wouldn't want to give him a chance like, to say goodbye if... and have yeah. closure. And yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because death is another thing that I'm privy to. <laughs> uh, my dad passed in 2020, and the memorial was actually one of the more healing things. And so had somebody oh, wow. um, tried to, you know, protect me or avoid, you know, the truth, and I missed that opportunity. Uh, and the same thing, I actually had a manager, so it's similar to Joey because she was his agent. I had a manager that passed. I was on a trip in Haiti, and she passed suddenly while I was in Haiti. And I couldn't get home for the funeral, and I was so devastated because she, I mean, mm-hmm. she was my champion in the industry. Uh, everybody needs somebody in their corner, you know, because it's so lonely to try mm. and fight in the entertainment business by yourself and she just deeply believed in me and took some bullets for me and I couldn't get home and so the team I was with in Haiti said hey tonight let's have our own memorial service uh her name was Glenda and so on the rooftop in this building in Haiti we just uh had a moment and we honored Glenda's life and we I could just say if nobody even really knew her but I could just say a few words and, and express my gratitude and it is something shifts and it changes yeah. and so I love that you brought That's that point cool. up so that Joey you know the as fate would have it the message came through and he was able to uh yeah you know we say some nice again, words jumping ahead yeah. but we see in the end that yeah. he has a moment at her yeah <laughs> Him and Alzie Booker. Mm. I know the guy it's who eats paper, eating more, <laughs> eating more money than he's making. Um, yeah. I do love when he finds out about Estelle passing, and then Phoebe, Phoebe calls, <laughs> and she's like, "I didn't want to stop oh, yes. by," and he's like, like, "No, no, 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 don't, no, don't, no, 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 don't, don't, don't stop by." Yeah. Um, but I he was, like, I, think I was going to mix. Yeah, oh, go ahead. No, 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 you go on. Well, I just think it's even sweet that he was like, thanks for everything, Estelle. Like, I think that was his closure, closure. you know, even though it's not real. But he doesn't know that. For him, yeah. it's him he getting to that. say goodbye. What's it and- like there? Right? <laughs> it's okay. What did she say? It's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. She's like, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> because she has um, no idea. Do you guys think Estelle would be a cute name for a cat? A great name for a, a cat. A great name for a cat. Are yeah, you going to get another like, cat? Estelle would be a cute for a little cat. <gasps> yeah, is this foreshadowing? What? Are you going to get another kitty? Oh, gosh, no. We have too many cats for our house. No. Could you imagine? <laughs> I, I go off to Singapore and I leave Ben yeah, with three you're cats. You're like, let's get, get another cat. I'll be in Singapore. <laughs> Bye. No, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I, even knowing these two are brothers and like they're really friendly and they love other cats, but I don't think it'd be like we have no need for a third our hearts are full enough. One for each of us. We, you know, you never want to be outnumbered. Is how That's I understand true. it with what kids and pets. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, okay. So yeah, so that is sweet. And Joey does get to go to the memorial at the end. Phoebe's Estelle impression is spot on. It's so, so good. It's real. That. that must have been fun for her to do. Oh yeah, to get to do that. 
Joey, it's Estelle. <laughs> yeah. But believable. Um, Lisa Kudrow <laughs> does some very, yeah. <laughs> um, Lisa Kudrow gets to do some good, like, accents and mm-hmm. yeah, speaks she Italian she in one part, hoot, speaks man. French. She, she is, is really funny. She's very underrated, I think. I think so, too. I think so, too. Yeah. yeah. I, I think her and David Schwimmer um, have both, like, really good um, – they have good physical post friends careers. Oh, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah, she just like embodies things in a yeah. certain way. That... that is a gift. I know this is not a show about Seinfeld, but I think the same thing about um, Kramer, the guy that plays Kramer. Oh yeah, his physical comedy oh. is what kills me. And I think yeah, yeah there's something about like he, some like, movement and shakes yeah. into yeah. the room. <laughs> but I, I agree. I think David Schwimmer and Lisa Kudrow both have great physical comedy yeah. and timing. Yeah. That's interesting because David Schwimmer gets called out for his good physical comedy all the time. I've never heard anyone mention it for Lisa Kudrow. Timing, yes. Um, I haven't really considered. Her reactions are really, like, I feel like she has some of the least believable lines of dialogue that she (laughs) has to deliver. So true. But she's, the way that she, like, you know, the way that she delivers them and kind of embodies them makes them so believable i think when i think Hmm. about all the women on the show her face shifts the most Hmm. between her being like happy sad excited mad you know she has the most range Mm -hmm. physically i think yes she does um yeah that's a good point we love you lisa love you um okay the final conundrum of this episode (laughs) uh um, what are their names? Monica and Chandler mm-hmm. are okay. like their house is closing escrow in one day, oh but the house next door is on the market. Monica thinks they should go have a look at it. Chandler thinks they shouldn't. It would just confuse them, and they're not very smart. Uh, what do you guys think? Oh my gosh! I mean, if you're under contract, I don't know. I mean. I love an open house. I love an open house, too. Uh, Yeah, that one's tough for me. Um, I don't... Unless you're planning on pulling out of your contract. I would go for, like, Snoopy neighbor reasons. Right. (laughs) I would probably be, like, Monica that's like, I get... I know, I know. Let's own both. Uh, (laughs) Chandler's like, sorry. um, When did you start... Not to be distasteful. Not to be distasteful. Just start crapping money. Yes, I, but that—that that would be me. I'd be like, "Is there a way that maybe we could have both?" Yeah, uh, my yeah. husband. Yeah, Bless. yeah. I—I um, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't know. This is probably a hard question. Okay, for Renee, me. I'm gonna put you out of your misery. There is zero percent chance you're not going. I was like, when you're like, I don't know. I'm like, okay, try to keep Renee out of that. There's no way you no, wouldn't no, no. go. I would go, but I don't. I think I would already be attached to the house that I was purchasing. Oh yes, on, yes, you know. So yeah, that's what I thought. It I wouldn't like, bother me. I wouldn't be going. I wouldn't be going to be like, oh, is this one better? I yeah. would just be going because I'd be nosy. And I oh, do also love yeah. open house. I think my fear would be that I might like it better. And then I would get wishy-washy. Yeah. That I could see for you. Yeah. I can't see that for me. No. Because you wouldn't even buy the house if you weren't 100% no. sure about it. No. I can find right. something I love in everything. Steph gets really excited. And so. I do. Yeah. She could be like, Steph, I love it. I have you to have it. Am- Okay. There. Um. 
I can't, there's, there's this terminology and I, maybe you know it, maybe we made it up. Um, but it's called like maximizers and settlers. Is this ringing any bells? No, but I would say she's probably okay. a maximizer. Yeah. Just based well, on I will the describe. Two words. I will describe. Let's say. <laughs> so the idea, the idea could be like, let's say that you want a new pair of jeans. Um, there are some people who would just be like, I'm going to go to this store. I'm going to go to that store. Okay. You know, I, these ones are fine. I'm not, I don't have all day to shop. I'm not going to go anywhere else. Or it's like, I want a new pair of jeans. I'll go to this store. I'll go to that store. Mm, I don't know. There could be something better out there. I'll go try a third store. Maybe no decision yet. I'll wait and see. Like, mm-hmm. that would be the maximizer. Okay. And the first mm-hmm. one would just be like, this, okay, so you're a maximizer. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. 100%. In all things. But she's also very committed. She will go to all the stores. Whereas yes. I'd be like, I've been to right. five stores. I know there's more stores. I'm That's not enough going. stores. Yeah, I am very I'm not yeah. committed. She's committed, and I'm just not. Like this little BMW I just bought, I just decided I got clear. I took some time to like just get clear, and like I knew I wanted something with the top off. I didn't want to spend a ton of money. I wanted it to be original, because for a while I wanted a one of the new Broncos, and then every suburban white lady got one, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, cool. I don't want that oh. anymore. <laughs> not, I weird. still think they're cool, but like yep. they have been commandeered by like the middle class yeah by the um, suburbs moms. the suburbs moms and I was like oh well that ain't me so um but I still wanted the top down and I so I found like um, the model BMW I got kind of fixated on it and then I was like all right now I gotta find it so I drove to Atlanta I drove to Chattanooga I was in Pennsylvania oh, wow. visiting my brother I drove 45 minutes out of the way from the airport mm-hmm. to drive one I was gonna drive it home oh, wow and then I ended up finding one in Kentucky. So I drove to Kentucky by you myself. You called me to see I if did. I would go with you. And I was like, I'm going to come. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, I have an appointment at 930 in the morning. I totally yeah. would have missed it. Because the only way I could do it is if I drove up on a Monday night and then got a hotel, looked at the car at 9 a.m. and drove home because I had to work Tuesday afternoon. So Renee was going to come along wow. for the adventure. But then she was like, I have a, an appointment tomorrow. Yeah, I can't I, do it. I almost completely. And I had just gotten back from somewhere. From London. From London. I had just gotten back. And I was still like, jet lagged. Yeah, I said, "Do you want like that something to help you reset your time me. clock, like a little adventure?" And she was like, "I'm in." Yeah, like road trip. And yeah. then I was like, "Oh, I sorry, I actually sorry. can't go." Yeah, it was so I went. Answered the phone. Oh, yes. I like texted her, "I can come," and I was like, "Oh, just kidding, I can't go." <laughs> so I went by myself. I found her. I knew it was her. You know, by then I'd driven several. I'd priced it out, but you know, and I was getting a deal. I had the resources to like fix her up, but definitely a maximizer. I will like chase it down until I find the deal and all checks all the boxes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It I exhausts think that my, my husband. friend and I were talking. About... <laughs> well, especially yeah, if, if he's not as committed to the cause. No. Um, I think he my is friend rarely and I were talking about it. <laughs> In, in the context of, like, dating and why online dating can be so oh, difficult because there's yeah. this whole, like, well, what else is next? Well, what else is mm. next? Well, what else is out there? And I'm like, ugh, just pick one of them over it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, Woof. don't have to worry about that. Um, okay, so I hear what you're saying. I, I think I'd also be a little bit worried that, like, ooh, what if it's, like, a much better house yeah, and or a better then deal, we do get or, confused? Yeah. But – I am usually, I'm kind of more like Renee, where like by the time I decide I want to do yeah. something, I'm pretty airtight. Um, and so, yeah. yeah. So I think, I, I, I wouldn't be able to not go have I'm, a look at it. I'm more of a love the one you're with, but mm-hmm. I will go look. I made a joke earlier about a 
starting a used car business and ashley was like yeah except it would just be one car it would be your corolla <laughs> that'd be the only car on the lot literally like, one yeah, corolla yeah <laughs> not much for a business you're like ron swanson mm-hmm. where you're like i'm not gonna <laughs> endorse anything i don't personally use myself here is my Pretty one much. corolla here is that. my one corolla 2005 baby baby so good uh yeah well we open the door. Hello, Jane Lynch. Oh, my gosh. Oh my I gosh. know. Glee. Not in a tracksuit. No. I wrote that down, too. Jane Lynch, realtor. <laughs> Jane Lynch. It's in my notes. Realtor. <laughs> this is like... I Hi. Mean, pleasure Glee to meet you. was like the mid-early aughts. Like 2007, 8, 9, somewhere in there. What, what, what was? Glee. Glee. Yeah. Do you ever watch Glee? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and she was she always was, in the tracksuit. Yeah, suit. she was the main... Yeah. One of the main people. But that was like... That was post-college for me. Mm-hmm. This is pre-college. So she hadn't quite yeah, that's... become... She's doing, you know, one se- one episode on Friends kind of work. Glee started in 2009. I didn't realize it was that late. Yeah. This episode came out in 2004. Three. Oh, four. Okay. Four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this yeah. is the end of us being in high school. In 2009, we were fully out of college. Yeah, I don't think I would have known no. who she was then. Just no, definitely not. Somebody. Lady no. in a suit. Kind of like, um, yeah, there's a few randos that pop up later in the later seasons. Yeah. Like um, a couple episodes, it was Gary Gergich. Oh, yeah. He's Say like that the, name again? But he uh, also like Parks and Rec. Jerry. I just like the name. Oh, yeah. Gary Gergich. Gary Gergich. Gary He's like the but, adoption um, coordinator oh, okay. for Monica and Chandler yeah. several episodes back. Gotcha. But it's pre Parks and Rec. Anyway, so. she's she's not the surprise of nope. who we see. <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> Hi, Janice. Oh my gosh, I love. I really, really love that they managed to bring back Janice pretty much every season. Do we know if it's every season? I think it I is. I don't know if it's every season. I feel like it's pretty close. If not, it's most seasons at some point. So like when Rachel has the baby. The one where Chandler runs into her and they hook up. The one where Ross runs, in, runs into her and they hook up. Um, they oh. run into her at the fertility clinic. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. It's a lot. Renee, you're right. I just checked. Janice, Maggie Miller, appeared in every season. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, wow. The the but season six her appearance appearance was her voice cameo in Chandler's Valentine's Day mixtape. Okay, okay, so hello we Chandler her. Bing, <laughs> you are my Valentine my today funny and every day. Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's cool. So they did weave her in every season. That's awesome. Um, that is awesome because it's always like even though I know it's coming at some point, it still is just. It's so good to me that they just bring well, her back like in. What are the chances that your ex would world. live across the street from you in freaking Westchester? Right? Yeah. <laughs> Chandler makes an excellent point. She so totally funny. has Fran Drescher um, vibes, right? Yes. Like same era, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think so. Um, so, okay, so they're like, how do we get ourselves out of this? Because... <laughs> Um, Monica's like maybe they won't buy maybe the Janices won't buy it and he's like the only way that would happen is if the Hitlers buy it oh my and gosh. so she's like okay let's buy both yeah yep. and then mm-hmm. what are the other what are the other suggestions they come up with well not buy buying the houses. house 
And they're like, oh, but they we were love thinking the house. about that's right. Yeah. Yeah. They said we still have three hours left until yeah. escrow closes. We could Which I don't really remember the we whole could get out of thing. It. Is it really like down to the hour? I don't remember any of that. I'm not you don't sure. remember either. Mm-hmm. I just feel like uh, you make an know. offer and if you pull out of the offer, other than if it's pending inspection, right. you're out some what is it called? Uh, earnest money. Earnest money. I was like, seed money? No, seed? that's not it. <laughs> I planted the seed on this dream um, of a house. <laughs> um, yeah, you're. I mean, but I guess it's it's not usually that much. It's like a few grand kind yeah. of thing. Just more so like if you're going to screw everybody around on their time, right. they're going to make some money. Yeah. Um, so they really wouldn't most likely, let's say like probably five grand. Yeah. Like they're going to be out five grand. Back then, probably not that much. I right, think that's whatever. worth it to not live next door to Janice. It's true. Right? Like it's your an investment ex that drives in your future. You crazy. Oh, yep. Okay, so like, there's still time. She's gonna get out. herself into your house. Yeah. So who do you guys not want to live next to? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we don't. Oh have my to gosh, go there. I was about to answer too. Oh, like, all right, please like, do tell. Somebody came to mind quickly, Ash. No, I was just like willing yeah, to go yeah. there. Okay, well, let's <laughs> hear like, it. I'm sure the list is long. Well, give me some cryptic clues and then you don't have to say it. Ah, uh, nah. Nah. There are nah. plenty of people I would not want to <laughs> yeah. live next door to, though. But here's the thing you don't really have to. Well, I say this you don't have to like spend time with your neighbors, but if they're Janice, they're probably going to come over. Right. You know, that's the problem. Yeah. Like, I have. That's the problem. I have actually neighbors on both sides of me that I never interact with. Mm. One, because they just don't like us. And the other, because we have like a row on one side of our house, we have like a row of trees. So I have never laid eyes on the people that live there. Mm. But I do know that one of them plays but the if saxophone they, because I can well, hear it. That's hard if to they miss. wanted to be. It's hard to miss. If, if they wanted to like be up in your business and oh, like yeah. come over. Oh, yeah every other day and like ask you to babysit and like well I mean like my neighbor across the street I talk to her like most days Mm -hmm. because I see her all the time but imagine if she was constantly like won't you guys come over for dinner what about next week why not next week like oh my gosh there's no escaping well there's only one way to escape pretend you're in love with them just well and that's (laughs) brilliant that is what our Chandler does it is it actually is perfect yeah because Janice while annoying does believe generally in doing the right thing, I think. Yeah. Although, imagine, I mean, that was, he's bluffing pretty hard here. He so, is. like, he's imagine if she so. was in. That, that's know. true. I guess that's true. Imagine if she was like, oh. Chandler Bang, I'm down. I know. I've been waiting. Okay, so for just, this sorry, <laughs> recap. So Chandler's like, oh, Janice, it's so good you're going to live next door because now we can finally be together in secret. And she's like, what? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I've never stopped loving you. Monica and Sid don't need to know. We can, like, basically have an affair. So, yeah. So that's the, like, big bet Chandler's making here. He is he is rolling some serious yep. dice. Oh, my gosh. I guess, like, I guess his, his this is like a last ditch because if they yeah. were about to pull out of escrow, yeah. I guess if he were to try this yeah. and she were to be like, oh, yeah, yeah. then he could be like, okay, no, we never mind. Go. We can't right. buy that house. <laughs> we got to go. Because he could always flip it on its head and be like, no, but it's wrong. You know. I know. But I love that she's like, no, no, no. Well, maybe one for the road or yeah. like one last time. Or- <laughs> yes. One last <laughs> moment of weakness. One last moment of weakness. Yeah. Exactly. His face. like Matt, um, Oh, it's so good. Matthew Perry's face was so red. I don't re- was he wearing a oh. red shirt, but I just remember his face was I feel like, like he was, yeah. yeah, it was so, so red. Cuz his bright blue eyes are just like yes. mm-hmm. like oh yes, gosh. it's 
And then he says something so about good. his undercarriage being permanently. <laughs> undercarriage. <laughs> They're never coming down. I couldn't remember. I was like, oh, yeah, does he admit to Monica what happened? And I was like, do you know what? She'd be on board. She'd be fine with it. Yeah. yeah. Well, just like, like when they. Thank you for your this service. This is the same card they played back in like season seven when she invites herself to the wedding. Because she, she gets stood up by the date oh really right the wedding yeah and oh yeah it's the same you don't think she's gonna want to stand up there and sing part-time lover and so monica's like you have to go you can't stay here you can't come to the wedding because chandler's still in love with you so we need you to leave and and janice is like okay you're right i gotta go but call me when this goes in the pooper she she doesn't tell him (laughs) to kiss janice but she does tell him to kiss monica or um phoebe when they're trying to you know what I mean? Like, yeah. keep their affair a secret yeah. or their, their relationship a secret. So, yeah, Monica's on board. She just – she wants what she wants. I think that Her if – Her team always wins. The small price I had to pay would be Matt kissing someone I didn't want to live next to to get rid of her. I think I'm I'm willing to sacrifice that. I was just thinking that. the same thing. <laughs> that is, like, moments of being like, ugh, woof. I know. Knowing it definitely doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Knowing that it is a sacrifice. I'm secure enough in our relationship. Uh-huh. Like there aren't <laughs> a lot of reasons here. <laughs> where I'm going to let Matt kiss someone else. But I feel like this is a means to an end. And yeah. I would approve this message. Yeah, I know. I think I would too. <laughs> if it was a surefire, like this is going to do it. Then I don't have to have a yep, neighbor it's of a- yeah, an ex or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I'm with you. Okay. Those are, thank you. Thank you for answering all of these conundrums. Um, This was great. It was great. This was great. This was, this was great. Not, not, you know, not the best for us. Bad week for Estelle. Bad week for Um, Estelle. But but great episode. Steph, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad I made it in after 10 seasons. I know, and we're so squeaked right in there. Squeaked right in. Always a pleasure hanging out with Ashley and Renee. Yeah. Um, so everybody, join us next week. Oh gosh, it's getting real. It's the episode where um, with Rachel's going away party. Oh gosh. This is a tough one. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I guess we'll we'll see you next week if we have to. Yes, we'll see you then. Bye everybody. Bye. Bye.